It's right there. I don't know if he has something special. I'm so excited. You know what our intro should be? Your woman. What? I could never be your woman. It should be The Other Woman by Jeff Buckley. Okay. Um, we'll see. So, we have been getting very mixed reviews on this podcast, either people sit through the entire thing and love it and have comments and mock me for my um, hyper-independency disorder. <laughs> That's deserved. Or I they saw listen them Reddit. to five minutes and then really want to be on the podcast, but don't actually know what we talk about at all. We, don't, we didn't talk about anything last episode. We didn't talk about anything, and I was so stressed the entire time. I loved it. It's our top It's our top episode. Like, I literally had someone today tell me I tried to listen to it, and I hated it. Like, the beginning. Because it was just us. Right. Well, no, it Obviously, wasn't. Gabby was the factor that pulled us together. Um, but, yeah, so anyway... Today I'm feeling good. You're rubber, I'm glue. Right. I can. If the camera ever goes, like, if the audio ever goes silent, it's probably because we're, like, fist bumping. Just letting the audience know. Boom! You suck ass on it. Um, Boom! Recently I've just been fist bumping people. Boom! Stop. That's the bleep. I'll cut it. Okay. Give me your best bleep. Because my mom's sick. Wait, let me give you my best bleep. Ooh. How's the chemo? Ooh. I'll use that one. Ooh, yeah. Like the next time you say, like, Jada's name, you just hear, ooh. <laughs> um, this podcast is such a big deal to me. And I think only my, like, therapist was as excited. I didn't tell mine. Like. And I'm happy I did it. (laughs) No, because your therapist would be so scared. But mine, like, for so long, we were trying to figure out what I could just dedicate myself to. Literally sucking dick. Because, like, I tried so hard, and I'm still trying to, like, to dedicate myself and my time to you, but it's not. Why are you dedicating your time to me? I'm a mouse. It's You're Cinderella. Not, I'm the mouse. It's not reciprocated. Not in like a wholly negative way. It's just not something that I can put all my time into anymore. It's because I'm on my hot shit. I be doing shit. You are not on your hot shit. I've been so stressed this week because you going mute and not telling me what's going on. Because I don't have to. You don't have to. But I'd like Period. subrogation. Is it is it offensive AABE if I go per? No. I thought it was. I'm respectful. What is AA what? AABE. African American vernacular. No, what is that? Heard it here first. Emerson Carroll, not an ally. What? (laughs) 
Look it up. My later. middle name is Ally. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look it up later, Rose. Rosette. Um, but no, it's been a really. You should have took a knitting. I. That's on my. Oh my god. I know what I need to do. I'm gonna read my. Do you have a list of shit that you want to do this year? Because I made mine. No. Okay, I'll read mine. Here, let me get to it. Anyway, this this going episode's... to the psych ward, but that's pushed up to next week. Bump it. Boom. Yeah. Um. That's good. I'm excited about that. Um. But yeah, I'm already super excited about this episode because you don't have a ride to school. <laughs> no, you're not going to the ward. Are you going? What do you think I'm doing? To a facility? You said it was online. Oh, no, that's me going to a psychosis program. But that's suspended in GAFA. So now I have to get a ride to school. <sighs> okay, that's fine. Have fun, I guess. They're going to feed you, like, cream of wheat and, like, make you piss in cups. Okay. You should cut girl-interrupted bangs. Do I not already have them? A little bit. Okay, so here are my things to do or learn in 2022. Uh, a lot of these, you're like, Emmy, you know, that's just everyday stuff. But I have never made the time for these things. Um, and so here it goes. Uh, go to a farmer's market. I know. Learn to crochet. Learn Sudoku. Like the game? Like the game. I also need to learn just how to say do chess. Play Sudoku. It's not that hard. It's numbers. I... Do you not know me at all? It's like... I'm a lit girl. Oh, the number nine is missing from these... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. Oh. I'll put a nine there. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, then that'll be fun. Um, plant a garden. Ride in a hot air balloon. Take a city bus, which you'll do with me. Buy flowers for a friend, read in a hammock, ride a horse, which I've already ridden horses lots. I don't support that one. Okay, we're both anti-horse girl, but I think there's something just very, like, feminine about riding a horse. And then, like, getting kicked in the stomach really hard. Um, hold a chicken. <laughs> that one's good. I want to hold a chicken so bad. Go camping, make homemade kimchi, um, play the drums, visit a conservatory, climb trees, go dancing, learn to make bread, and look at planets through a telescope. I have a telescope. Will you make bread with me? I've made bread, yeah. Alex was on a big, um, shit, what was it called? What was it called? Depressive episodes. No, yeah, no. That's what I'm talking about, though. The the cooking channel. Oh, bon appetit. Bon appetit. In like eighth grade, it's all Alex did. Girl, it was last year. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was early last year. Really? No, that was like going into freshman year, which was two years ago. Nah, it just lasted longer. I didn't talk about it. All right. But they ended up stopping making Bon Appetit. Anyway, um, 
I need a text to make sure my mother gets home smoothly. So Alex and I listen to this podcast called Red Scare. It's not like an indie Fiona Apple thing. It's not an indie Fiona Apple thing. Um, the Red Scare, like you've probably learned about in history class, it was like people after World War One being like really angry over like communism and they would illegally raid houses and try to find communists in order to like punish them. It was a big violation of civil rights. It was more like World War Two, wasn't it? No, it's World War One. Or like the peak to World War Two. Maybe, but this was uh the Roaring Twenties, like earlier. I think this might have been like no, I don't know. Twenty three, twenty four? Anyway, um pretty much the whole the No. That was like peak capitalism if anything but they weren't big on communism they were this in was, russia they were but it had it spread ugh, stop i'm literally learning about it right now we aren't even in world war ii yet we're learning about the roaring 20s we aren't even in okay. the war. anyway it was called the red scare red scare is pretty much just the fear of communism so we listened to this podcast called red scare with these two women um communist women um, for a while, I just did not know their political party. Alex made me watch the podcast um, because they just, like, kept making a big deal about, like, listening to it. Like, they'd walk to my house and it was like, I, I prefer the red hot scare. red scare. You what? I prefer the, like, sexy red scare. Right. Like the thong. No, like the 60s and 50s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But not the first. I prefer the sexy. I started listening to it and I didn't know they were radicals until I listened to no, an episode. No, they were just like liberals. Mm-mm. No, I listened to an episode called The Taliban Mindset. And if any of you want like a good indicator as to like or like a good kind of feel out of what they kind of speak on. This was during the... um removal of um, the troops from Afghanistan but um yeah the Taliban mindset red scare you can find it on Spotify um it was one of the most shocking experiences of my You're life just an effing snowflake I'm a snowflake 100% I don't even like have a political opinion I'm neutral you're a centrist. Let's, we'll talk about that in a second. But um, anyway, tonight at Aranda, it's opening night for the scariest 61st. They had a showing at 1.30 today. We should have gone. But anyway, Alec, it's opening night and Alex and I are going at 10.30. It is currently, what time is it? 7.46. Um, so we have three hours. But Alex If you're is a centrist, I have to cut your feet off by law. I'm not a centrist. Okay, let's okay, let's talk about that. I what is your political background? I need you to go first. I need you to answer the question. But mine is long. Then go. Okay. So when I was in seventh grade, I I knew nothing about politics until seventh grade. And then um my dad like he started with so this was around the time of 
Kanye originally coming out as a conservative and that was like a huge deal because it's like a it's a big stereotype that African Americans are democratic which I mean is is true in a sense in a way but it's not objective um and so I remember him just talking to me about that and then like the way I was raised when I kind of asked what the difference was it was described as like one party so like there's a pool and like a swimming pool and one party um makes their money and doesn't put it in the pool and keeps it for themselves because they made it and they put in the hard work and effort and why should they have to share it with people that didn't or don't or are lazy lazy was the word um and then one party works hard and believes that everyone works hard and they all put their money in the pool and then take out what they need when they need it oh my god i find you mad like a swimming pool i was it like a swimming pool oh okay like putting money into a pool okay yeah no that's that's because apparently that's how my grandpa who was a racist described so like they're it. ruining the money to my mother no it's like just like imagine putting money in like a pit oh okay. like that's that's the i thought it was going like Democrats waste their money. No, it, no, way. no. Like, like, literally, just putting your money in like a, a bag. It could it, any okay. any kind of form of, I don't know, putting it in something. But um, yeah, my dad, my dad was talking to me about Kanye, and then um, he just started like feeding me politics, like right wing politics, um, for some background or explanation my dad was in the military for 20 years um he's he was grew grew up in small town west virginia my dad's not stereotypically a republican he's just very um economically which so am i but he's very like kind of anti-immigration um tactics anti um he's like conservative Huh? So conservative. Yeah. Yeah. But there's... Uh, after... I think there's a big um, misconception that, like... There's a lot of stereotyping conservatives. Not that I'm defending them, because I am a stereotyper of conservatives. But I feel like it's just, like, a... It's gotten to a point where, like, if someone thinks of a conservative, they think of, like, a radical right wing... Like, if, if someone says they're conservative, they're immediately a racist, they're immediately homophobic, and I don't, I just don't think that's the case. What's your hot take on that? I think it is. Okay. Why? Well, you just mentioned times he's, like, anti-immigration. Right. And probably, like, anti, like, pro, like, they're pro-life, like, they were against gay marriage back in, like, 2013 or something. Right. So it's like true in that case. That's like the baseline conservative. We wanted to write stereotypes, talk about like the Republican stereotypes. Right. And there's liberal stereotypes too. But um no, I I completely agree with that. And I think that at this at this point in time, 
if you are a conservative and you like fully identify with that at this like point in activism and at this kind of state of the world if you like fully identify with that that i mean it usually means like you fit into those categories yeah before it wasn't i mean it's never been this intense and like close-minded you like your mom right now do i is that a good thing yeah thank you but um my dad um is i mean he just like watches Fox News. And so I was just kind of told um, just like basic, basic things. And it was like, I mean, it's obviously biased, but I mean, that's, that's my environment. That's how it's being fed to me. And so it was like, oh, Republicans do this. Don't you think that's logical? Like, don't you think that's right? And like liberals are, and it was just kind of like criminalized liberal practices. And Mm so I'm like, I'm living in this state where like at at that age that's when my dad and I's relationship became talking when it dependent on politics like our conversations were just political um and a lot of them still are but it's we're staying on a timeline um and so seven like I remember there was a girl who had um she had stickers. I talked to her the other day because she's at Oasis now, but she was in my math class. Like she takes my math class in school and I was laughing and I was like, I remember in seventh grade, I hated you because you had, she had um, stickers of liberal politicians. I think it was like Nancy Pelosi and, um, Like, and right, which now is like, okay, like, I see, but then... Oh, no, it's worse now. Right, I mean, yeah. (laughs) At a certain point, that would have been like, oh, my God, go queen. But I just, like, that is... I talk a lot about brainwashing, and it seems super unsolicited, but, like, I was so brainwashed at a point in time for, like, a year. Like, the how fast that became a core belief like how fast I was like fully adapted to that like mindset and then my whole life became like looking at something through this prejudiced lens and I remember like looking at these stickers and then just hating this girl hate hating her and she is the sweetest thing but, like, she is so sweet. And we were friends when we were little. In, like, third grade, she was one of my best friends. Granted, she was rich and did have all the Lego friend sets. Sure. And that is the reason I went over. But, like, she's still cool. And I just hated her. And it was, like, this... Like, I, f- I don't think I felt hatred like this in just, like, my day-to-day. If it's not, like... Like, I haven't felt hatred for someone as intensely as I did when I saw a girl I hadn't talked to for years with stickers of liberals on her computer. Like, that's how angry it made me. And so I understand that mindset. And it's it's completely based on how you're living, what you're being fed, 
what you're adapted to and just kind of like what is being thrown at you in your day to day. And so um, by eighth grade, I had been thinking a lot like I, I mean, this was before quarantine hit. This was like a few months in. I was just kind of figuring out. I think it's because I was on like TikTok a lot more and it was just. Wasn't this your Bible era? Well, yeah, I'll get into that. I was just kind of getting more into the swing of like who I am. And I remember like that's when I was super into Sublime. Like I was very just kind of warming up to things. And it's because I was super close with my brother at the time who's still the coolest person I know but like I was just warming up to like cool shit like Mm. whatever um and I started like changing up how I looked I started like thrifting more I started hanging out with you and um Addie more um and I I don't know I was just kind of getting out of the habit of just constantly like hating everyone and everything for not agreeing with me or my way of life. And so... I mean, this was the year that took that photo, like... With the side part and the volleyball uniform off. Like, do you know what photo I'm talking about? Maybe. And you're like... No, I quit volleyball in 8th grade. Okay, then it was 7th grade. That might have been 7th grade. I quit, I quit volleyball in 8th grade because this was also kind of, like, peak my mental health um journey at the time like I'd been going for to therapy for two years before and then at at this point I was um kind of I remember being good like being suicidal had just kind of like it ebbed and flowed for a while but it had just kind of like seeped away by this time and so um that's pussy what (laughs) i was in i was in a clearer head and i wasn't as malleable as i was before Mm -hmm. um because i think you're really vulnerable when you're you know you're stuck in your head for so long and everything is the same every day and then like you're fed a new piece of information and it's it's like a lifeline it's something And so, it, so I understand why it happened. Like, I understand why I was so brainwashed. It was because I was, like, what else was going to click? And so, um, yeah, anyway, I just started, I was more open-minded. And, you know, I just started hanging out with, like, gay people. <laughs> I just vomited in my mouth. Yeah, no, I think, no, but I legitimately think that's what, like, started it. We got closer, um, like, a bunch of chicks just, like, started coming out as bisexual, and that was, like, a, that was, like, a trend at the time, and I want to talk about that in another, maybe even this episode, like, the trend of, like, sexuality, and, like, how I think a lot of girls like I don't I don't want to discredit anyone if that is like (laughs) your sexual identity but like I know these bisexual girls 
are going to be marrying straight white men. Didn't you say you were? Well, yeah, but that's because I have, like, a marriage agreement. But until then, I'm free. Is that something you ever think of? You never answered the question. What is it? Finish the timeline. Okay. And so, um, yeah. And then a lot of shit happened that year that just kind of boosted my emotional maturity. It was shit with people. I was learning how to cope with situations. I was becoming more intelligent in a social sense, um, more keen on um, understanding what made me feel good and bad. And, like, that's when I... Like, I still think a lot of the same things as I figured out then. Anyway, not important. Um, Quarantine hit. And by this time, I decided I... I decided the summer going into eighth grade that I wasn't going to get confirmed because, um... Another L in the book. (laughs) I don't... (laughs) I, um... If you're a Catholic, I totally respect it. That's a lie. If you're a Christian, love ya. More power to you. If you're a Catholic, mm. But, a little iffy on that. But, um, I was gonna, I, I was raised Catholic, and I also want to do an episode on Catholic trauma, and how I still, like, have core beliefs that I don't, like, I don't even, if I don't even believe in the concept of the, like, the Catholic perception of God, like, if I don't even believe in that, why do I still have those core values? That's a whole thing I'm still trying to figure out. But, anyway, um, I didn't like the Catholic Church, which is, which was a W. I don't even want to hear that. Like, I, me having an understanding that, like, that wasn't right and the things that I was being fed I didn't believe in, that was, like... That was, oh my god, that was good. And I'm proud that I decided not to do that. But quarantine hits, I'm at home, I'm in my beach-themed boho bedroom. Um, I'm Bible. not what we're in right now. I'm, <laughs> it's not like that anymore. <laughs> that plant is the only thing I still have, and it's because it's plastic. And so, like, And the cool not. seashell mirror. What? I said cool. Oh, that? Oh, that yeah. one's cool. Yeah. That's pottery born. <laughs> pottery born. Wow. I love it. But I'm watching like Outer Banks <laughs> and like Grey's Anatomy. I was that like, I was like, those were the shows. And um, the Black Lives Matter movement started. And yes. I right off the bat was on like BLM TikTok and like watching all these videos of um protests and all this stuff happening and I was reading just like so many articles I was doing a lot of like history research I was learning about just like the history of being a black person in America funny you say that someone in my history class today said that segregation should happen (laughs) children I was like, what? It's, it's... And he was like, I have hindsight. I know it won't last forever. It's such 
basic like Google searching skills to not be a racist. I'm like, you don't have hindsight. <laughs> oh god. But I started just like like I was just learning so much about it. And I again was brainwashed. Mm-hmm. And I do think I think that both political parties have the ability to brainwash. I My think mommy's I, home. Uh, do you need to go home? No. Is that okay? <laughs> both political parties have the ability to brainwash you. And I was a radical leftist. It was like just shit I didn't really agree with because I like wanted to identify with like a certain group and that's a that's a big thing that's the whole reason people join religions or join friend groups or join political parties most predominantly it's because like those are the people that make you feel seen at a time when you don't and then you know when that's your environment and that's all you're being fed you agree with everything and then when when they bring up something new or they have a new opinion, you agree because these people are your comfort. These people are like, you know, if these people believe it and I love these people so much, hell yeah, I believe it too. And like, so I watched this documentary about brainwashing and this girl was like, um, this girl had been raped devastatingly when she was 15. And after that, she just felt so isolated and alone and she she had nowhere to go and she must have had a friend or someone that introduced it to her but it was just like a gang of neo-nazis like the chick was a white supremacist would like throw gas whatever in gay clubs and then beat people up when they came out she would, like, spray paint white supremacy symbols all over her town. They had, like, she was pulling up pictures of, like, her and the Confederate flag. And, you know, she's, like, telling the story as an older woman. She's, like, like, I, she was, like, I'm Nazis. <laughs> Bump it. Yeah. But, like, she was, like, I don't, I don't believe that. But, like, that was so, that felt right. Because that was, that was a group she could just, like, be a part of. And it was comfortable. But there's no, there's no progress and comfort. And there's, there's no, there's nothing new in stagnancy. And she just became so accustomed to those beliefs and became such a horrible person because she was comfortable. And that's how people get involved with political parties. And that's how they get so radicalized because they just, they just feel comfortable. Um, and so, you know, all my friends, and like, obviously I support the Black Lives Matter movement. I've, I've always supported liberation movements. I've... W- humanity is a unit and when some of us are oppressed it's all of our problem and i will i will forever support that and i will i i don't 
I don't find anything wrong in the protests. Like, it's called, um, like, terrorism. Like, Fox News calls it terrorism. I, there's, activism has gone on forever. Like, women's suffrage to now. And I, I'm not talking about the Black Lives I'm, like, that point in my life, because I started, like, identifying with that, I became legitimately so radicalized, like, left-wing TikTok, like, watching videos on, like, all this stuff. At one point, I was on, um, like, this was around the time of Omega, this woman, she was Omega is still a time. What? Omega has always been a time, and it will be till we die. (laughs) This is, like, this is one of the worst things I think that's, like, ever happened to me. Like, watching this, experiencing this, but this girl, she was on Omegle and she was just, like, scrolling, like, clicking through people that were live and, like, recording the screen, obviously. And... It was like a group of middle-aged white men, presumably in somebody's basement. Um, They were standing in front of a Confederate flag and they were like lynching a little black girl. Um, I, I don't know what happened. With the video, I was I was literally just laying in my bed and I'm watching this and it was just like that emotional trigger just sent me full force into like the swing of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think about that video a lot and I don't, I don't know if it got reported or taken down or if something happened or law enforcement got involved and that's, I don't even, I don't, it reminded me of Jade. Um, and so that like I don't know but I think it's lost on a lot of people like the fact that either side can brainwash you and so um, as just to speed things along as I've grown up as I've become more of a logical thinker um, for a while there I was a social libertarian so like I still had um objectively republican economics have always been better it is rooted in capitalism it is you know inherently negative but it was a well-oiled machine and liberal economics have never succeeded and they're still not and as, you know, Donald Trump was a Trump. Donald Trump was a bigot and a swine, but like our economy has never, was never better than it was when Trump was in charge. And that's all he did. That's all he did well. That is the only thing I ever agreed with. But like, you can't, that's undeniable. Um, not a big Biden fan, 
not a big Biden fan. Um, I think Kanye actually should have won that election. But um, you would. I don't think I don't. But um, I could picture you voting for Kanye. <laughs> um. And 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 that that leads me to the election, like at a time of so much like emotional draw to politics and just siding so fully and being so close-minded with both political parties like you were just kind of electing someone off of their aesthetic appeal or like because you didn't like the supporters of like one of them and it, it wasn't it wasn't based on fact or reason or just general game plan of the politician it was like you know i wear baggy pants and my hair is dyed pink so like i'm gonna vote for joe biden or like i love to fish and beat my wife so i'm gonna vote for donald trump and like that's just like what it went off of um and i don't think joe biden would have won if the black lives matter movement hadn't occurred but that movement was and still is inevitable and it had to happen and civil unrest has never been a negative thing to me I've, I personally have never just like kept my mouth shut about things and people don't like that about me and I'm I'll do something or I'll report something or I'll just like I'll speak up like, why did you do that? Why are you doing that? No one gives a shit. Why are you, like, using slurs and mocking people? Or, and, like, it? why are you being a piece of shit? And people are like, why would you even say anything? Like, why would you say anything? No one cares. Like, why can't you keep your mouth shut? I've had that said to me by, like, some of my closest friends. Why can't you keep your mouth shut? And it's, like, I... It repulses me. I, I cannot just, like, sit with shit. I can't sit with oppression. I can't sit with people hurting if I have the power to stand up. And as, like, redundant as that sounds, that's, like, I you have so much power. You have so much power to just tell someone what's happening, what happened. Like, you have the power to change things, and people are just so comfortable. No one ever wants to be uncomfortable. No one wants to be put in a situation when they're going to have to deal with something because they don't want the stress or they don't want their reputation to be tarnished. And so people just, like, sit. But I... Why would you be able to talk if you were meant to be silent? And people just have so much, it, it genuinely upsets me that people don't understand their potential to do good. And I might be a bitch, I might be like hard to deal with, I might complain about things, but it is because I want to do good. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did you finish your timeline? Or is that the end of your timeline? And so, 
You come to the present day. Present day. My dad still feeds me Republican politics. I'm still fed liberal politics. I know what's going on with politicians. I know what's going on with different situations. I'm well-versed on immigration policies, on social policies, on everything going on in the news. Like, black people that are committing crimes aren't being put in the news. There's no light shed on black crime anymore. And that's not okay. If you take all bias out of a situation, there is still right and wrong. And the program with criminals, the, what am I, what is that? Criminal justice system. The criminal justice system since the Black Lives Matter movement have like just been like jumping on white people. Like sentence, like, like it's, Oh my god. I hate this is this is so controversial. It's reverse racism. And I don't say that a lot because a lot of people just pull that out of their ass. Like, what? I can braid my like white girls being like, I can braid my hair. You still telling me I can't is reverse racism. Like, no, you can't have box braids. I don't mean it in that way. But like it's it's like when OJ a black man Don't got point at me when talking about OJ. It's like when OJ got off of his case because he was rich, and white people were like freaking out. They were like, "But and it." I mean, OJ killed that woman. Objectively, OJ killed that woman. But people were I have no like, comment. "I'm an ally." Black people obviously were like cheering, like "Yay!" Like OJ, OJ got off, but like. White people got a taste of their own medicine. Like, you have been... And what's wrong about that? You've been putting... Nothing's wrong about that. I'm okay. saying that's a good thing. Like, you've been... Illegally... Putting black people in prison... Forever. Forever. And one black man gets off. Like, white white men. Rapists. <laughs> Not white men. But, like... All of these white men who have committed all of these crimes that get off because they're white. Like, you've been doing that. You just, like, got the reverse of it. And now you understand how horrible that feels. A woman didn't get justice. Like, it, it's the same thing that you've been doing. And it's it's like that now. But it's, like... Of course my dad, like, told me this from Fox News, but, like, there was a black man that drove. Did you hear about that? He drove into a um, crowd of little kids. It took so long for that to get on the news. Really? I saw it on TikTok, and I saw it on news, like, the night later. You saw it on TikTok. And then I saw it on the news, like, the night later. No. There was... I saw it somewhere on the news. Like, I had not heard about it for, like, a week. You didn't hear about the Phoebe Bridges concert for a week. <laughs> I'm in a law class, and my teacher talks... My teacher's very just, like, middle ground, no kind of uh, political bias because he's a teacher and he's not allowed. But, like, I heard nothing about it, and there's not a lot of black crime coverage anymore. It's only white people. 
and that's fine. Crime is crime. Like, people suck. Cover what you will. But, like, shit is so messed up at this point, and no one's thinking logically. No one's taking the politics out of a situation. Like, law is blind, and it's not blind anymore. And that's terrifying. Um, I don't know. But at this point, I think siding with either political party fully is weird. I think fully supporting a politician is weird. Because no politician doesn't have ulterior motives. That's just not a thing. Um, I think the government in and of itself is corrupt. Um, I'm, I don't like politics. I don't agree with the government. And so I just don't have an opinion. I have opinions. I don't have a party. Because I think that's weird. And I don't think people think of things with an open mind anymore because they identify with something that doesn't. And so, like, I, I agree with things from the right and I agree with things from the left. And so I think it would be not right to side. Anyway, that is my spiel. So, no, <laughs> I do not have a political party. And that is why. I'm entirely fully, as one might say, a leftist leaning towards a Marxist. I will not be using the word objectively because everything's still an opinion. Right. So you shouldn't be using the word objectively. <laughs> um, Republican economics. Oh, I'm sorry. Agreed. And you talked for 45 minutes. Let me get a sentence in. Please, These girl. Are Please, my girl. Opinions. I'm <laughs> just saying those were my opinions. There's no bike there. It's a wire. Fuck. Where's my mic? F. I don't know. I don't care. Go. You plugged in the wrong end. It's down there. Oh my god, can you can it hear me? Yes, it can hear you. Are you sure? It's like 10 inches away. Bro! Go. That's all I have to say. I read some theory. That's it. Communism sounded really good. No, it didn't. Aspects. Yeah. Aspects of it sounded good. Like, logical aspects of communism is like, yeah, rock on. The social aspects of being a communism... Communism? Of Sound being great. Of being a communism. Sound great. They're just... They're glorifying it with that, like, dirty bathroom thong picture on the cover of Red Scare. Because that makes communism look like delectable what are your thoughts on the teenage bisexual girls of america weren't you one of them not anymore but you were i was so speak your truth from experience it's like that x bisexual meme <laughs> alex lawrence likes mm. speak my truth yeah you were an ex Oh, I've always liked chicks. <laughs> Sorry. Like No, you were like a spicy gay or whatever. Right. So at first I was a spicy straight. 
I was I was a very confident spicy straight. I was like, Can yeah. Can you apologize for that? I apologize. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have sex with girls, but I like guys. I'm spicy straight, and that kind of evolved into like, yeah, I'd marry a woman. I love people. Let's get crazy, and that evolved into. I, I think really... you're still spicy now because you have this marital agreement to marry a man. True. Should I talk? No. <laughs> but now... You, I'll read this out. Who is this with? Yourself? It and... bothered me for the 45 minutes. I was like, she said objectively, and now she... And then she said that. I was keeping notes in my head of every, of every weird thing you said along the way. Don't use anything against me that I just said. I won't, but I was like... I don't think I've said anything too out of line. You were You were close. You were definitely redrawing that line when you said objectively a couple of times. Shut up. <laughs> um, and now I'm pansexual. That elephant knows secrets. It knows so many secrets. Um, I'm rocking with the LGBT as um, Cupcake. Who said that? I don't know. I think it's Cupcake. It sounds like Cupcake in the sound. You want me to ask Karen? She's Cupcake's biggest fan. No. She is wholeheartedly, and I stand for No, I, I believe that. I oh. just, I don't want to know. Um, I know it's not Azalea. Azalea. But yeah, anyway, those are our political opinions. Those are our sexualities. Alex, what's your sexuality? Let the crowd know. Tell I'm them. MLM, multi-level marketing, or non-female, non-female. Alex is a non-female, non-female, non-male, um, androgynous, um, no private parts. You set the movement back so far. What? You going androgynous. Set the movement back so far. Sorry. Androgynous, yeah. That's like 60s. That's like... No, just the way you said it. That's like the 60s, like, terminology for gay person. Like, yeah... He's so androgynous. I think we should do our media for the week because I don't think we should go into any other bases because we talked a lot for this episode. Really? On one thing. We're well, at like 51 minutes. Oh, you know what we can talk about? In case, like, because we have to put some, like, pop culture in here. Um, first of all, that square dance. I don't like, I don't like that artist. Have you seen it on TikTok? The... That Caroline Polachuk. Yeah. Is Not, that the square dance you were doing? That's what they're calling it. It's like the square dance. Like that's Caroline Polachuk is a racist. Is she really? Yeah. What did she say? The N word. <gasps> Same. Yeah. Bump it. No, I'm not. I'm kidding. kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um. Emma being canceled for supporting Palestine. Emma Chamberlain? No, Emma Watson. Oh, okay. I don't She care literally about got her. a direct tweet from like Palestine? Twitter? Israel. <laughs> like an Israeli ambassador tweeted Emma Watson for making a post about um like solidarity with Palestine, the Palestinians. And they called her anti-Semitic. And I need that explained. Are Palestinians anti-Semitic? It's a whole thing. I don't want to go into that now. 
okay, are people now getting canceled for supporting Palestine? Yes, and uh, it's like if you don't, then you get canceled. But if you do, you get canceled. Right, because it's like you. I subtweeted Ezra Miller and said I liked it when you weren't out as non-binary. <laughs> That's a horrible thing to do. <laughs> I did it on my porn account okay. from my seventh grade math teacher phone. <laughs> She said I'd follow you when you're in high school. If she literally goes to my following, it's only porn accounts and like. A yeah, we found people. it at lunch last year. Yeah, I know. No regrets. How did that feel? Us finding your fine. Porn? Do okay. it again. Go to my Reddit. Then you'll see some stuff. I don't know how to work Reddit. I've been trying. I'm on. I'm on only Hosier and Phoebe Bridgers Reddit. And I I can't get out. Uh, what, like I was saying. Like if you don't agree with someone if you don't agree with their way of life or their opinions oppression and pain and genocide what they are going through we're all hurting and regardless of i mean like palestinians are probably anti are anti-semitic but like they're being murdered by the israeli government and I think that we should support Palestine. I was worried you weren't going to get there after you said we're all hurting. <laughs> we're not all hurting, but we should all be standing with them. Yeah. Unless you're like a Catholic. And then it's like, say Israel, holy land. Which I think is a hoax, personally. Um. Anyway, Emma Watson's canceled by Israel, just like the whole, like from border to border, Israel is anti-Emma. That's true. Um, Media? Yeah. Do you have anything I, else to say? Because I want to go listen to Licorice Pizza soundtrack. I get, like, scared in your bedroom. And so do you. And You've never been in it at night. <laughs> we just stare at each other. Yeah. Because I, like, forget my room, and I, like, forget the layout. Right. And then you just, like, okay, I get it. Get out of close to me. What are your, what's your media? Uh, I never wrote any down, but I can spitball them off the top of my head. Um, mm. I was thinking we'd, I'd make a playlist of all the songs. Oh, like sure. Like the emergency unicorn. Um, for books, I read, do you, oh, wait, I'll just go on my Goodreads. You go first while I collect my information. Oh, but I have, okay, because I want to talk about we need to talk about Kevin. Okay, then I'll just do mine. Yeah, quick. you should do yours. I read Setting Sun by Osamu Daze, My Year of Rest and Relaxation, King Lear, South and West, Lolita and the Afterlife, and Dear Theo. My top songs were... Um, cause a heavy balloon by Fiona Apple, cause I think I'm the heavy balloon. You are. Okay, well you just fucking body shamed me. <laughs> uh, motion sickness demo. Motion sickness demo is the best motion sickness. Headphones by Bjork. High and dry by Radiohead. No. Sorry. And please 
Oh, and AMPM truck by the garden. Those are oh, and movies. I rewatched Girl Interrupted and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. You slept. I rewatched Girl Interrupted four times. Wow, I've seen it once. Talk about comfort movie. I've seen it once, and that one chick that killed herself eating the chicken, like, every time, just kind of, every like, anytime I think about it, it sets my teeth on edge. At first, it made me want to throw up, and now when I watch it, I laugh. <laughs> oh, my God. At okay. first, it triggered me. Now I'm like, right. a poor cat. Right. Um, so my media for this week, um, so for movies or movie i saw licorice pizza um it was serving sophia it was very lost in translation we don't talk we don't praise pta here we don't but like everything about that movie did you like the running like the symbolism for growing up so fast i literally posted it on my tumblr that the whole score, all the actors, like everything about it was amazing. Um, if you don't know, Licorice Pizza is um, Diana Haim. Is it Haim or Haim? I say Haim. It's Diana Haim, all the Haim sisters, that whole group. And her mommy and daddy. And their mommy and daddy. Um, Bradley Cooper and um, Benny Softie, who uh, was... You're forgetting the main boy. Right, except he literally doesn't even have, like, a safari search. Oh, yeah, because this is his first film. This is his first film. Um, But Benny Softie directed and uh, didn't star in, Robert Pattinson starred in Good Time, but it's, I was freaking out. I didn't know he was in it. You didn't? Don't you, like, read the movie posters? Yeah, but I didn't know. Um, My favorite literally a movie i watched this week that immediately went on one of my favorite movies lists on letterboxd um was we need to talk about kevin uh which is a lynn ramsey movie if y'all haven't seen we need to talk about kevin what what's your take on that movie i liked it ezra miller's hot so that was an awakening i have literally loved nothing more. Um, starring Tilda Swinton, Ezra Miller, and um, John Riley. I'm also currently hyperfixating on Ezra Miller and have made a Pinterest board of pictures of him and literally them, them have not um, obsessed over an actor since um, John Booker Rutledge from Outer Banks in the 8th grade. Um, Currently obsessing. Um, Definitely watch it. It's not a thriller per se, but it's psychologically based. It's a psychological movie. Um, Freaky, geeky was giving me the shivers um, and everything about it I'm obsessed with. I've been looking at all the movie posters like I'm on we need to talk about Kevin Pinterest it was amazing um for songs um heirloom by Bjork duvet by Bella and you're like Emmy come on spring but that's a good ass song and I listened to it the other day with earbuds by like saying something duvet 
No, I thought you said spring. No, it was like giving like me in the uh, spring. Um, Pearly Dewdrops Drops by Cockatoo Twins. Um, the Lung by Dinosaur Jr. Connection by Elastica. Dr. Birds by Griselda, which is my favorite rap song right now. Um, Strangers by The Kinks. Fanta by La Tigre. La Tigre. Tigre. Tigre, that's what I thought. Um, and they did... Uh, Decapitol. Decap. Uh, and then for albums, I did... Um, it won't always be like this by inhaler that whole album is really good if you're into like more pop indie also um fuck is it the beach what is that album called the wolf alice one blue love i don't know blue weekend blue Uh, weekend that whole album by wolf alice I've also been obsessed with. I'm not really into pop indie, but that it's also kind of serving like grunge. So anyway, Alex and I went to that concert um, and literally no one mocked me. No one judged me. But Rhymes and Reasons, which was a I think it's 68 album by John Denver. And it's so sweetie and makes me want to live in the hills. Um, and so we love you guys. I hope this episode was better and um, Emerson and Alex are out. We love Bombaclat.